You see, we've earned respect night after night, year after year, giving it everything we've got. The blood, the sweat, and the tears for this business because we love it. And we've earned it. And you're looking at the best. I get it, I get it, I re-up, I drop up, I go out and get it. Show them the vibe, but they still don't get it. Yeah. I sold them cash. Hello. Hello. It's all good, baby, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you good? Two arms, two legs. We're keeping it moving. Definitely, definitely. How's you and your life, girl? How's things? How's the family? Is everyone good? Everyone's good. The juggle is real. Oh, yeah, right, girl. We keep juggling these balls round and round, darling. Constantly, you know? friend. Constantly, but I'm still here. Great, I'm glad because otherwise I'd have no one to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be a deadline with breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Have you oh, been back? I'm all right, you know, I'm all right. You know, the weather, the birds are chirping, but it's freezing cold today. It's freezing, man. It's freezing. It is freezing. Make your minds up with our God. I know. One one day it's like spring is well and truly in the air, and then the next day, boy, the spring is no longer springing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the spring, oh. the spring. Oh god. Anyway, we're here on another episode, and I'm so glad because it's not easy bringing out this um, content. You know, it's not easy the world of podcasting. But if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, y'all. Exactly. Yeah. Survival of the fittest right about now. So we're yeah. just. Surviving, juggling, and doing our thing. That's right. We're surviving until we can be the fittest. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. We're training. <laughs> yeah, never guess what? Like, speaking of being fit, I, I lost, well, I didn't lose. My Apple Watch reckons that I burned 890 calories clearing out the couple I need to stay yesterday. Yeah. What on the team? I feel so Usain Bolt, which is ridiculous. Because <laughs> I'm like 890 calories. That's why I feel mash up today. 890 calories going from the garden to the cabinet, from the garden to the cabinet, from the garden to the cabinet to the front. What? what? <laughs> oh my gosh. I need to get me some 890 calories. Listen, I came downstairs <laughs> to the kids. Rory's got a friend of this is me. Never get sweaty, lot. <laughs> I said, guess how much calories I burned today? This one goes 200. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll, I'm glad when they started in low numbers. And then the next one goes 400. I'm like, no, come on. <laughs> and up and up, the other one goes 1,000. I'm like, oh, trust you to go up there in the numbers like that. No, 890 actually. Well, not far off 1,000, so... Mm, I did good, man. I did good because I'm thinking if I consumed 5,000 calories, that's minus 890. I'm joking. I did not consume 5,000 calories. I consumed... Um, <laughs> it, you know what? It's just hard, though, isn't it? It's hard trying to stay on top of all of this. Um, it is, man. It is. All of this health stuff and this and that. I mean, you know, I told you a few weeks ago that I've been working with um, a coaching company and mm. they're really good. It's been very good and I improvement in just like my general fitness and health levels but I mean just generally I think the general consensus is like the older you get 
But harder he gets, man. Like health wise, it's, it's getting hard. You I'm know, not even lying to you. It's it's a struggle. I'm not even lying to you. <laughs> I'm going. Well, you know what? Even even scratch that point of correction, as in as the topic says, point of correction because I actually was doing it to a mega mix of dancehall and Afrobeats on YouTube. It was DJ, one of these DJs. There's so much DJs these days because of TikTok. Everybody's a DJ. And it, that part of it too, that was part of it too. I, would, I did the electric slide with Shanice when she got in from school. But it wasn't to the, it wasn't to Candy, it was to something else. It said, come on, mom, come on. I said, well, stop dipping down. Like she goes, I've got to, I've got to put a little spin on it. I said, stop showing off. Don't you think that there's the, there's the people that electric slide and the people that don't and the people that try? There's a whole the thing about... The people that need assistance. The people that need assistance. The people that need reminding. I'm sure there's a whole collective who practice before they go to an event. To make sure that they're electric slides on point. And then there's those confident ones who want to go in the front. Yeah, come on, everybody. Line up behind me. Uh, uh. And they're just hitting it with a uh on the floor. And then I've seen the ones who try and put extra bits in. Like, stop showing off. The electric slides. <laughs> global phenomenon. I don't think you can go anywhere and then play candy and not one person know what, what the dance is. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. It's all me trying to do it to Afrobeats. <laughs> Back forward, uh, digga, digga, drop down. This one's going forward and touching the floor and coming back up. Digga, digga, it's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the double change reverse, bitch. Because come on, man, rolling the eyes at me like, why do you always like, slack on that bit? Come on. Like, just leave me alone, man. I'm tired. I'm trying to burn 890 calories. Leave me. Yeah, exactly. You're living your best life, man. If it has to That's be to Batman and Afro beats, then yeah, leave the chat. Leave yeah, the chat, man. as my daughter would say. Leave the chat. Leave the chat, man. This is ABC yourself out of this situation, mate. That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, so that was me and my... Because I just remembered, man. I didn't just walk up and down. I was jiggy, jiggy, and I was jiggy, jiggy. Can you do like... that, though? When you've got something to do in the, around the house, just blare those tunes and, like, you just get shit done. Yeah, man. It's like you have to do, get the Jedi mind trick and focus. And then I'm like, right, let me get my trainers. All right, let me get the bouncy ones. Yeah, the ones with the air bubble. Let me get the, those ones because it will give me extra spring. Exactly. And I'm like, oh no, let me just let me just put my leggings on. I've got to put some leggings on because that will give me extra, like you know, make me feel like I'm actually sporty. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, put some sporty spice in there, and it was I'm ready to go. And the music was just the the topper on it. That's it, man. That's it. Music's all we need. <laughs> yeah, man. You make the world go round. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so girl, let the people. Girl. Know which show this is, sis. Let them know. Let them know. This is Hustle Is Real 101 podcast. Right, and you are entering the realms of the Hustle Is Real 101 podcast, the home of real talks, real perspectives, and real mother effing life. As always. It's giving good health, it's giving long life, it's giving success, it's giving more money, it's giving more sex, it's giving more thousands of billions of orgasms, it's giving fresh, it's giving soft life, it's giving every good thing under the sun, it's giving all that it's supposed to be giving because it is giving! Is it a pod dosis? Well, they can call it that if they want to, but to us it's just two half-decent people having a half-decent conversation, baby. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. And you know what? All this time, oh God, schoolboy era. Who are you? I've never, we, we've never introduced ourselves. I don't even know who I'm talking to right now. To be honest. <laughs> I don't even know. I've just realised. 
funny face emoji. <laughs> we're doing intros. We're into, we're into episode seven. We're doing and intros. Nobody don't know who it is. So... It could be anyone. Catfishing. <laughs> no, man. It's never that. So oh, I'm telling God. you that you're here with, you know, your darling niece, your resident buff babes in business, darling. And that's oh, business. B U S Y N E S S, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. A bit of and cheeky, you know, in there, a little bit of cheeky sass. <laughs> we love the sass neats. We love it. We love always, it. Always, I'm gonna keep the sass coming. Always, always, always. And Ooh. you're here with Cam, aka Mummy Got Style, social media influencer, entrepreneur, personal, and YouTube extraordinaire. Anything else? No, that's it. <laughs> and mum of four. Anything else? Mummy of four. <laughs> Otherwise called period. <laughs> you know what? I'm never gonna stop saying period. You know why? I'm not gonna say stop period because it's a full stop and we will always use full stops. And two, I like saying it. Period. Period, yeah. <laughs> it was no, it's one of them words like they will talk about the slang words and all that. It's like I saw you do a total social media post. The TikTok post about slang words, and I saw another one of those millennial lot or younger. Do we? I just found the other day what millennial is to what Gen X is to whatever. But we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. And um, they're on there doing this whole like old school slang, and that's what another post uh, podcast talk about. And then it was funny how you came on with your one of your crew. And you were talking mm-hmm. about slang words like boom and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that it's in the air, but I know it's because they really love that we were the originators of a lot of things. I know they come from our cultures, like proper, proper back home culture stuff. So we all intertwine with our British culture and everything, right? And mm. then you've got people who are from all different countries and they intertwine their, cu- their culture that they have at home to what they had at school when they was out playing out with their mates. It all gets all muddled up and it becomes this wonderful, beautiful mishmash of mm-hmm. culture, right? But when it comes to certain things, I feel like we still need to own our stuff. Like you were saying to them, like, you know, when you say this, like when they tried to make Peng into another kind of Peng. And I know that then they wanted to try and make it Leng because somebody must have realised that we're using Peng out of context. Oh, no, that's it, Bear. It's not, how can it be Bear good? Like it was Bear things. Bear, this means a lot of something or something exactly. in abundance, right? But now you want to put Bear good. So there's abundancy of good. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. That's where it all went wrong, man. You can't keep. You can't make something that didn't make sense in the first place make even less sense than it made in the first place. Come on. It's all gone wrong, hon. It's all gone <laughs> wrong. This is something you need to leave alone. If it ain't broke, love, just fix it. Oh no! <laughs> don't, don't, don't fix it. Because <laughs> you're gonna make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> They've got me all confused, man. It's not just stressing me out. <laughs> they want to argue about everything, man. They want to tell you how you're wrong about everything. You just get someone nerves. And the struggles, the struggle is real. Oh, welcome, welcome to all our. Beautiful listeners around the world to episode seven. Yes, welcome to episode our podcast. Seven. Yes, darling, we're here today for you and how we make ourselves available for you on a weekly basis. No matter what trials and tribulations we endure, we're here. And we're here. We showed up, mm-hmm. girl. We show up. 
I feel like angels are calling. I feel that like, you know, did you feel like some divine purpose feeling just coming from the <laughs> or was it just me? <laughs> I think it's just you, babe. <laughs> I heard the angels coming, like, yes, uh, come on, they're here for a pop us. You know what I'm saying? They're not just here. Oh, I'm so oh. glad. I'm glad to be here, girl, because I'm telling you, um, you start getting to the, the next episode, the next episode, and you're like, right, we're really doing this. We're really doing it, babes. We're really yeah, doing, it. From doing what, it. From what began as a little seed of an idea. Yep. Conjured up over um <laughs> over years, <laughs> over years of back and forth yes. and then finally coming into fruition right. in a McDonald's breakfast. Yes, and it was it was once upon a time an empty WhatsApp group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We got. We've got to give ourselves a pat on the back, man. Yes. Um, kudos to us. Uh, you know. So let the festivities commence. So, what are we starting with today, Neats? Well, babe, I'm. I'm in this thing, right? It says here, point of correction versus reinvention, and that um, little, you know, title is very interesting to me. I think I just heard the word and it kind of like related to certain things. And I thought to myself, really and truly, what is, reinvention is an amazing thing. I think mm-hmm. it's a great thing, but what does it actually mean to me? Um, I, I, I had to think about it and I had to think about how everyone else perceives reinvention. And if it is a good thing, what does that entail? So I don't know what people say about what they say reinvention is as a, as a thing. Um, I might even just look that up. Let me just segue from the from the course a little bit because that's what we do as unruly children. <laughs> we just go and look up because we just sometimes we just need to go and look at the you know. She's consulting the Google dictionary. Right. I was going to ask the people them the AI lot, but they just might just piss me off today. So I really don't want to mess about with them. Right, the action or process through which something is changed so much that it appears to be entirely new. The reinvention, and that would put that well, they've, they've used punk rock as an example here. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's an extreme reinvention. But um, it's basically taking something and changing it into a new thing, so new that people forget about what it used to be. Or not necessarily forget about it, but it overtakes the vision of what that thing used to be. So that's very interesting because I didn't really think about it on that level, like so deep that people would actually just what see you one way, and all of a sudden they remember to see you another way. Do you know what I mean? So okay, so how do you how do you perceive that then? Well, I think that. The art of reinvention to me is managing to remain relevant in an authentic way, preferably not forced, because then it would have to be organic. And I say that, but if you say like a RuPaul, say RuPaul is how you see RuPaul in a suit, and then you see RuPaul hosting the drug race, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who's younger than us, who doesn't know the story of RuPaul, may think that that's two different people. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but really, it's one and the same. So there's, there's, there's that kind of like having another persona that you're coming enough. out of. Yeah. But then some people don't even, you know, it's over the years. Some people would show you two different sides of him, like how RuPaul does, and then the other ones you don't even really see them as 
the other person and what, very like rarely Michael Jackson <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> sorry I just had to drop him in there <laughs> I, you know <laughs> He yeah. said that. I just had to drop him in there because it just brought up in my mind when you were saying that. Yeah, I just saw a white glove and a and some diamonds. <laughs> and it was like MJ. I'm saying like MJ boy. Yeah, just like him. Because at the end of the day, one of the most veteran epic reinventors was old MJ, wasn't he? Mm. He was something else. I mean, I don't know what went on in his bathroom when he was sitting on the new thinking. <laughs> But he, he was coming out that toilet with, I got an idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. So do you think, do you think with with him, like with people like him, do you think it's purposely done then? Or do you like he just evolved and morphed into this reinvented individual? Oh, because you know when it comes to Michael Jackson, because if you compare that to Madonna, who actually was the person who always comes to front of mind, yeah, because she literally is that same eccentric person in real life, but it's not any of the characters we've seen along the years, and we've been able to relate to. We've had our like a prayer moments, we've had our like a virgin moments, we've actually liked a lot of things, didn't she? Uh, we've had yeah. lot of, <laughs> she likes a lot. Um, she she <laughs> does. <laughs> yeah, she's had a bit of this and a bit of that, and we've gone along on that journey, but we never ever mixed up the, the each bit. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But then when I think of Michael, it's more like there was the little Michael, and then there was the in between him, Michael, who was a disco Michael, who I draw for the songs a lot because that was that was a vibe. That Michael was a yeah, vibe. That, and that then, yeah. Mm. And then we had the megastar Michael who took us into the thriller and movie visual era. And then it was then after that, I feel like he became like a legend after that. I think that was the the height for him was his height. And all we wanted to see then was more of what he did to get there and there, not really beyond. I don't think we really wanted to see Michael beyond, even though loads of people tried to write songs and said, this is going to be the new Michael. I mean, a lot of people ended up writing songs for him, but it was a very selected few whose song would get through. Yeah. Some people tried and said, I want to give a song to Michael Jackson because this is going to be what the new school Michael Jackson, sadly, we didn't get to see what that new school Michael Jackson was going to really, really look like. Mm. Um, but yeah, but his wave, I really am curious to know what that next wave would have been, wave would have been being that he had a lot of things going on behind like psychological things in the way that he viewed himself or the things he did to himself because there's one thing changing your clothes and colouring of your hair and there's another yeah. thing doing the most isn't it I mean well yeah this is it It it's questionable as to whether or not people who really succeed in reinventing themselves um like do have psychological like they're kind of off the Richter scale in terms of their 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 brain wiring isn't the same as yours or mine or the normal or what we say is that they 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 they're not not better not worse but different yes yeah which so, is required in this world it's very much required yeah it's required definitely i mean yeah. obviously individuals re- individual reinvention is different to brand reinvention mm, um, mm, 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 mm. You know, but yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. Very, because as you say that, it depends. Like you, I know you're very much an advocate for the authenticity of a brand, which is what it should be. Mm. But you know, sometimes that people might do a little sneaky bit of marketing just to make the the, the the customers think that they 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 wanted it, 
but you, I'm going to make you know that you want it today by Sunday because I'm going to put a sale on <laughs> and I'm going to put an offer that you can't refuse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So you've got they already that, been... like, yeah or yeah. even if it's like a household product or something like they might put a spin on it to re you know as in yeah. packaging and stuff like that they might reinvent the packaging around the classic brand the classic product like yeah. i'm thinking about um the king's coronation i'm seeing a load of like i walked past um hotel chocolate yesterday and they had a load of like coronation coronation pro- and products like right. packaging current the king's coronation um union jack stuff you know um sort of reinventing that classic hotel chocolate look yeah um, for their products just yeah for their with marketing for the with, with a twist. twist for the king's mm-hmm. coronation do you know what i mean so I brands, brands do it all the time like yeah. and i think i think to be honest a bit of reinvention here and there is what keeps them going as well it's true. Um, I think a lot of the, the nowadays, the only difference is, is that nowadays they go, they're not putting it out there and seeing if it if it sticks or if it bangs. They're actually taking, like we said, the insights and they're giving you what, what it is they think you want. Because, for example, what is that thing, Netflix, I don't know if they're the first ones to do it, changing the covers on the um, on the shows so that you think that you haven't seen it or so that it's more attracting or appealing to you. Mm. So the more you watch, you might see a cover of a show that you saw one episode of, but they might take a, a thumbnail or a piece from a different bit, make the cover different colour, different people, different, just a different vibe, and to see whether it draws you in. I don't know whether that's ex- whether it's experimental, whether they're doing it so that it catches your eye more, but I do believe that they're learning you. The more you watch it, the platforms are learning you to help you with your viewing choices, which in a way is good, but also... Is it going to make me miss the stuff that I wouldn't have seen if I was just exploring myself? But then, like I said, I'd rather you help me a little bit than leave me just out there like some of the platforms do when you're just like, oh, I can't be asked because I can't yeah. watch all this. So they use that reinvention thing as well to draw different audiences in, which is a slightly different way to the old way, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, well, they've just got so much at their fingertips now anyway i don't think it's hard to reinvent yourself yourself or you know a brand in this day and age to be honest oh girl you just made me think girl what 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 like babe (laughs) babe i have you heard of a show called um deep fake like what god something about fake something and it's on is it on channel? I can't remember what channel I was watching it for. I must go and look it up. I'll talk about it. But they actually have, they gave a disclaimer, they have celebrities, deep fake AI faces of real celebrities on people doing comedy skits. Give you an example. Um, you know, like neighbor neighbor wars where the neighbors are fighting. Yeah. So instead of it being two people fighting, those shows are hilarious. When the <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna lick you down with my wheelie bin. You try me. All that thing there, right? <laughs> Move out of my way. <laughs> Let me get my Get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a daily beef uh, over parking space and whatever. Oh my god. Imagine Kim Kardashian head deep faked on somebody's body and it's having a beef with her neighbour who's Idris Alba but it's not really Idris Alba it's Idris Alba's face faked on someone else's body and they're having neighbourhood wars oh my gosh babe this show is that show nuts. sounds surreal. that show sounds surreal 
the show is nuts because imagine it starts off when the narr- narrator starts talking it's like little britain so mm. it's like they'll home in like a drone on top of the neighborhood and it's like a sleepy little neighborhood and then two twos it just ever comes out the freaking front door with a pretty tight <laughs> <laughs> i'm I'm looking at it like I'm looking I'm like oh my god it's so late this is this is not the time of day to be watching this kind of stuff I'm tripping out (laughs) I'm tripping out because it it's like and it was so cleverly done like it was as if Kim Kardashian had moved that's it they run a joke like this they had so many little one-liners in there they run a joke like this Kim Kardashian was like on a, a bit of an older lady so she wasn't dressed in all sexy sexy stuff she was dressed in like what your neighbour would be if she was out walking her garden well a dressing gown no I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> she was nearly out of dressing gown no she was in some comfortable like indoor outdoor day leisure wear you know mm. kind of thing but not like fitness wear nothing nothing sexy at all but the face was immaculate the neck was giving a little bit older than the face but everything else was like immaculate but she was like a housewife but they were kind of saying that she'd moved to what area so she'd moved to a part of a neighborhood which would, would put her as a neighbor to idris alba but she'd moved from northwest <laughs> pardon the pun so what is this <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> honestly <laughs> living in the normal hood in London yeah next to Idris Alba you've got her running UK jokes mixed with med- American jokes with her kids involved this oh is just God. too funny like and so, hold on a minute so <laughs> what is it is it that the members of the public see them arguing or what how what is it it's like imagine watching Little Britain and then also a little bit of splash of keeping up with appearances but the neighbours are real people with the face of a celebrity on them so when you're watching it, if you walk past the TV, you'd be like, is that Idris Elba beefing with <laughs> Kim Kardashian? I'm going to have to watch this. I'm going to have to watch that. Definitely, definitely. I am going to have to watch it. Honey. <laughs> Child. Funny. That's why I really couldn't remember what the actual watch list was of what I'd actually been watching. Mm. Because that came when it just blew my whole mind out of the sea. <laughs> Well, we were going to come on to that. What what has been on your watch list for this week? Well, I had um, one of, hopefully, we'll start getting our people to come in through in the comment section. If you want to come in and enter the comment section, um, not any randoms. We want You can just message us, DM us on Instagram, and we'll possibly send you the link if you feel that you meet, you meet our requirements, you know, darling? <laughs> I want to be choosy in this stage of life this stage of life right um, watch list um, was I watched The Curse mm. on on BBC it's on BBC yeah it's on BBC and oh no it's on Channel 4 tell a lie point of correction it's um, it's on BBC no it's on Channel 4 yeah Channel 4 because you know why I'm getting confused because Channel 4 has just got it was all for the app and then now all for listen you don't call it all four download it'll be called channel four then i went on to itv and the hub and itv hub isn't itv hub anymore as of april there's something it's again going to be itvx so download that app so oh, i've got me all the apps yeah you've app. lost me already i've got all the apps <laughs> in the twist <laughs> you've bloody lost me already do you know yeah. what i couldn't tell you I- 
not you flying sausage about terrestrial TV or channels anymore because it's all bloody, <laughs> it's all bloody Netflix and Disney Channel and it's this and that. Like, honestly, yeah. I have no clue. So when we're talking about reinvention and stuff, ITV Hub has taken their whatever logo and they've gone to agree with a big X on it because X is powerful. You know, <laughs> people, every time they want to be more masterful, they get a big X and put it across it. It's in lime green, so get used to the new. Why is it like, green? Colouring. Is it more sustainable? It makes sustainable, or maybe they're making more dough. Whichever green you see up, which green you see green. You know what I mean? So yeah, so they're now ITVX. Um, okay. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know what they've got in store. Maybe they're going to start having extra good shows. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you're hopefully. on it. Then. You're on it. You're on it, niece. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, then let's, let's, let's put our fingers and cross them and see what what happens. We're just putting it out there to you because BBC man, they just got me always begging, man. You always got me over there begging for my they're dry, 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 man. Like dry. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you a recommendation, BBC. How about you put one useful advert right in the middle? off the revenue of that <laughs> fix up the channel man Chat. He's up the channel, man. Oh, God save. See, see, my kids won't even watch those things because they say that there are too many adverts. I'm like, Joe, listen, yeah. we used to, I used to live for the adverts a lot of the times back in the days. You know what I'm saying? The like, advert was when you go and grab something, a snack, or you'd go and do something. Exactly. And that, was, and that wasn't the point of the adverts being there, but that was what we did. Quite <laughs> like break all like while you're watching bloody family fortunes or whatever it was, you know? Let's see, have a break, have a Kit Kat. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> That's what we used to do. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and I you know what, speaking of Kit Kats, I'd rather, I'm, now I'm big, I want, four, are you four sticks or two sticks? Four sticks, babe, four sticks. Four sticks. Oh, you got to eat the ends first. Some... You got to oh. eat the ends first. Let, the, let them melt in your mouth and then you chomp your way through the middle bits. You've got a method to every chocolate out here, innit? Like, I have, I have. You have to tell me I was choosy, like. I'm um, a, a chocolate connoisseur. <laughs> send me the manual. One minute she's outside chocolate locker, she's there looking at the coronation through the window. <laughs> Now she's gonna be about bite this from that end and that end and meet me in the middle. Like for God's sake, man! Like you oh send me the gosh. plan and the manual. I, in the, I, I'm, in the a stick, I'm a full stick. I'm a full stick. Kit Kat girl. But every now and then, oh no! But if you get the two stick, the foil in it, or is that make it more exciting? No, nah, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, got to yeah, wait yeah. till you get in there a little bit, like because you got to wait till you get in there. Off. And God forbid it melts in the car or anywhere somewhere. God forbid. Gosh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's your That's mum hat. Old. That's your Isn't mum it? voice talking. In it, you're like, I'm glad I didn't get the flake, but bloody hell, this wasn't any better, was it? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing about chocolate, you know, when the weather's hot, it's just like, it's a oh, okay. it's a messy nightmare. Messy, I mean, some, people in, some people in the Sahara Desert are saying, you're fucking lucky you're there moaning. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the Sahara Desert saying, we can't I'm dreaming about chocolate. <laughs> I'm all thinking that that cactus over there is a bloody chocolate, you get That's me? That's what I'm saying. They're there with the frigging Kit Kat in a freezy bag they've got to carry everywhere because it's got to stay <laughs> bloody whole enough to eat it. So, I mean, so we oh. should stop not complaining about our chocolate. Uh, no, 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 but, no, no. Yeah, no. but um, as London, you was on the streets of London, The Curse is a show that's on Channel 4. Mm-hmm. Now I've got the platform correct. Um, and it's, it's it's something that I wouldn't have seen. It's not the first season, but I think they're about to enter the new season. So I think either season two started or I was in season two. I tried to go back a bit because it's not good to cheat sometimes. Well, it's not good to cheat. It's not good to cheat, children. It's not good to cheat. So I went back a bit 
And because I'm somebody who can kind of like take the peanut butter and the margarine in the middle and then get the bread and slap it together and it will still work. Um, I will piece it. So I went into the show and it's like a slice of nostalgia, darling. It's a slice of nostalgia set in East London somewhere. Somewhere they call that I think is lovingly known or was known or is fictionally known as the Bermuda Triangle. And um, it's basically about, um, it's about 1980s, yeah. Um, A group of small-time criminals in London carry out a robbery but get more than they bargained for when they get their hands on the loot. Now, it's another caper, as I was saying, but a completely different kind of caper than the Jason Statham caper we were talking about the other day, which was the one with Bugsy Malone, Operation... Whatever it's called. Operation Fortune, that one. It's, yeah. that's, that's a different kind of caper. That's more of a suave, in the casino, blah, 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 caper. This is more, think about London in the 80s. So it's not the 70s I where everyone... I have seen that advertised. Did they go mm-hmm. off to Spain or Benidorm or somewhere? They, uh, they fly off somewhere because at the end of the episode I saw, there was in the plane, they just managed to get away. Ooh. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Let me not like sh- any church. Your name okay, is- yeah, yeah. I think, I've known- ad- I think I've seen that advertised, yeah. Right, you are known for giving the unspoiled spoiler alert <laughs> reviews. So you don't go and ruin your reputation now, woman. So what caught me unawares, right? Oh, the mm. first episode date was February 2022, so they're about to enter season three, I'm thinking. Oh, wow. Or season one was 2022, and then season two is what they're going to enter as new. So maybe where I got to the last episode, that I'm about to now go into the new one. But guess what? I'm watching this show, and one thing I must say, have you ever watched that Ramesh, Ramesh, you know Ramesh, Rangalathan, Ramesh, please forgive me, I know you will, I love you. No, I don't know. screwing up your name. Ramesh, he's got, he does, Ramesh, he does the um, travel stuff, and he goes with his mum sometimes, and they they go away to, um, is he from Sri Lanka? He's from somewhere, um, and he goes, he's got a beard and glasses and a lazy eye. Are we talking about terrestrial TV here, babes? We're talking about he's a comedian and the TV is like whatever. Yes, he's on Netflix yes, I, and do know, I do. I do know Come him. On and he's la. quite funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. Listen, I'm so it's, sorry it's, for the faux part of my sister. It's cold getting to my brain. Yeah. No, man. No. You need, you need to, Ramesh is my yes, I know. I know who he is. I know who he is. I know. Oh, I know. God. I'm sorry, I know Ramesh. He is. He's funny. I'm sorry. Big, big, big you up. We love you. Right, so back to Ramesh. Now we've bloody well found the cat and the dog and where they disappeared to. We're back. <laughs> we're right, back. So uh, we're back. We've got in that show, he's got a court show, which you're not going to name because it's on terrestrial TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you darling. Now you're going to start saying, people just don't want to wear. <laughs> So, right, so on that show, on Terrestrial TV, mm. he has, he's a judge, like a Judge Judy, 
Okay. But he's not a drug junkie because he comes out rapping most of the time. <laughs> he comes across the stage, the, the, the jewellery and the judge and everybody, no, the jewellery and the people there are just jumping up, clapping. He does a couple of freestyles from his old, because you know, London, I don't know what it is about people from the UK, how we've got so many like feathers in our hat. You're a rapper, DJ, slash. remember we were saying, even Idris Albert, everyone does a little bit of something, something. Yeah, so in yeah. order to stroke your little bit of creative ego from where you was, you're doing one thing, but you really wanted to be another in a, in a former life. Mm-hmm. He comes out doing like back, um, Michael Jackson moonwalk spinning. Sometimes he'll do the caterpillar across the judge's desk. You know, all the standard <laughs> things that a judge will do. Yeah. And then, uh, and he's got a, a, a um, what do you call the guy who brings the people in from the back? The bailey. I should know this. I worked in the courts for how many years? Um, the geezer who brings. Oh, I call him, I call him um, but. No, the usher, not usher. Um, usher, kind of. No, the usher's at the front. No. Kind um, of. I, oh, gosh, what are they called it's again? It's security, isn't it? It's like a security, court security, right? Court, yeah. Yeah, so there's something so. And he goes out and he gets the um, people from the back. But he's one of these other comedian guys, or whatever he is, an actor, comedian. He's like about 700 foot tall. He's a, He's huge! He is a giant, right? So when he goes through the back to go and get them, he has to put his head down. And imagine, they've done it so, it's so cleverly filmed where, imagine you're sitting down waiting on the setting and some six foot five security guy comes to bring you in to the court where the judge has just slid across the state, across the judge's table doing the caterpillar. Um, and that's the setting that you're going in to sort out your dispute. Harvey and Romeo were on there one time because they were arguing about who Romeo done, like who's... Ray back apparently Romeo Dunn was meant to have been Harvey Dunn and really because Harvey Dunn didn't bang it ended up being Romeo Dunn and Frank Oh Martin. my gosh. So they were in there saying that like like bruv can we just call it a day <laughs> about this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you get people like them and then you get other people who are just like people who I lent you my pencil case at school and how many is that you want to come back and tell you how that oh, ruined my life. My gosh. Yeah and that's how why you're successful in life and I'm not because if I hadn't have had that feeling of of um, what's he called? What's he called what? when you get something because when they find the I've, I've, I've got lost issues now because of that thing you did to me ages ago. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, so they've got some people who come in there and they want the judge to help them out with their stuff. But when the guy goes in the back and gets them, he's massive. And I'm like, of all the people you could have chosen for a security call for this um court case show, why did you choose him? He's such a funny guy. He's such a funny guy, right? His name's Tom Davis. In this show, The Curse, there's a guy involved and he's part of the squad in a shell suit. Now imagine a six foot five Big stocky guy talking like this in a nineteen eighties shell suit with a with like a a badly put on kind of mullety wig. Yeah, yeah, with a side parting, and he's the same guy from <laughs> Romish who's in this. Then I've looked into the show a little bit more later. I've got to episode four or something, and I've looked probably enough. But first of all, I saw Alan Mustafa, who is um, the guy from People Do Nothing. Right. Oh my god, it's on terrestrial TV. People do nothing means nothing People to me. Nothing. You're gonna have to fill me in. Babe, I don't know. Babe, babe, <laughs> Corrupt FM, they lived in a block of flats and they wanted to be aspiring DJs. Right. And their manager was an Asian guy called Chabadi. Okay. Are you getting me? No. Right, okay. I need, to, I need to help my friends. So we're going to go away. We're going to break. Well, this is where we break and then we go away and then we have a session with the counsellor in the back in the green room and we come back. Okay? I know you're going to know who I'm talking about because if you were out partying when you said you was out partying, yeah. the joke, the piss they're taking out of in that show is the pirate radio station era that we were a part of back in the day 
when they used to have all those radio stations when you used to be able to yeah, tune I in the radio. Yeah, I've done a bit of emceeing on one of them. There you go. So are you with me now? Are we getting on the same page now, Up in, up in some, some kind of somewhere. Block of, there's a block of flats and then obviously you've got the area Some bloody flats somewhere with right, like, yeah, right, wires and everything up right, in someone's bedroom. Right. See what I'm saying? This guy. Yeah. Listen, by the, time I finish, by the time I finish with you, I'm going to be the best part of you and you're going to be the best part of me. Trust and believe, Trust and believe me, my friend. Sistership is not for nothing. It's All not right? for nothing, so, babes. It's not for I'm nothing. i you. Right. So, sorry, audience. Stay with us here. So, you've got him from that show, but then the rest of the... So, this means nothing to you, then, if I tell you the rest of the freaking cast... Cro- yeah, cro- no, um, don't bother. Is it good? Rest. I think it looked good. It looked no, good. No, listen. What it is is that, imagine if you were on Corrupt FM in the pirate radio station as you've experienced mm. upstairs doing a bit of emceeing and now you're in a show called The Curse and you're in a gang and you are in the 1980s with flares and glasses <laughs> look at the juxtaposition <laughs> in a minute, minute ago he was going inside and doing all this yeah. stuff right then on this show but then what they've cleverly done is there's not just one of them. There's not just two of them. There's there's three of them from the TV show. Have you ever seen when they've done that before? Only like Only Fools and Horses days in the Christmas special. Yeah, exactly. Where people will just come through. And I'm like, hold on a minute. This is the whole of the other show of MC rapper, and then the, it's not just that. It's like one of them is like the bridge who comes and smokes weed in the city while everyone's MC, and he's got no purpose but to just take up space and air. <laughs> so he's in it as well, but he's like some cool guy and um, getaway driver, and I'm like, but not cool, like cool, cool, like we know, cool to the extent it could be for them in this comedy because it's actually a comedy. Oh and right. This is what turned my head. So I'm wondering. I would really love to know who was behind the show. Oh, it's created by Steve Stamp. So I'm probably going to... Oh, it's also created by two of the cast members, which was which is probably why it's very interesting. Alan Mustafa, which is the same inside mm, mm-hmm, MC mm-hmm. from um, No People Do Nothing. And his best friend, who is the other one who wanted to be an MC, but he doesn't really get a chance to get the mic too often. I think he's more of a DJ. He's a DJ. <laughs> Scratch the records. Um, so he's the other person who created it. So you've got Hugo Chegwin and Alan Mustafa and Steve Stamp who've created this curious show set in 1980s London. Go and watch it and check it out. If you like a little bit of crazy upside downness, mix of a bit of caper, go and watch it. The new series is starting or started. With that... That sounds good, though. Yeah. And that note. It's pretty cool. And on that note, we move on to, actually, and this is why this has been in my head. (laughs) (laughs) If I said to you, rice and peas and chicken. Oh, God, don't. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. That that was, that was. (sighs) He was savage, man. He was savage. He was savage. I never knew sex that when I was looking at this thing to post on social media, just as there's a little bit of a crack, right, to just give myself some joke for the day and see whoever cares, cares. I thought, let me actually go in and see where this geezer came from because this can't be real. Mm-hmm. This guy is on a new TV show show called Project Icon. And I'd say this guy because you won't even know what I'm talking about, about this rice and peas and chicken. No, no, I know, I know who I the guy know, is. In, no. in, yeah, yeah, not you, but them out there. If they've not seen this guy... 
then um, they won't understand what I mean by rice and peas and chicken. Right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a TV show that is on BBC Three and it's supposed to be a great voice is not enough. You need to be the whole package. Superstars Jason Derulo and Becky Hill, singer Becky Hill, who I love, are, 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 are after the ultimate artist with a life-changing record deal up for grabs. So with that being said, you've got a host of um, contenders. The ones that stand out to me, you've got 21-year-old little I want to be um, uh, what's it what's it called Anya, Ariana Grande without the same <laughs> level of vocals <laughs> babe Artie needs to talk to you darling you, you have got something but girl girl <laughs> girl I've heard of confidence but you are something else I'm just picturing her like imagine her mum had a salon or something and she's just in there begging everyone to watch her she just gives me she just gives me that yeah, yeah, yeah. To give me that, like, if if Beyonce wrote a book and like this is how I made it, she'd probably read it every night because this girl really believes if you do that and do this and do that, you are an icon. And bless her for believing that she's not right. Well, you go over and go and see what this girl's doing. So you got her. You've got a lot of real talent underneath. They're, they're bringing out the personalities, but the difference with this show is is that they want it's about more about TikTok. It's about your image. It's about who you think you are. Because a lot of people who are doing stuff in their bedroom as you know like being an influencer do, making content with myself as a content creator too when you're behind the scenes doing your thing the images in your mind and you make it become reality but you're not out there in the public with it until it goes out and even when it goes out you're protected by the fact that you're not going out with it you, yeah you put it out and then you're still in your house mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so first time going to a studio for one of them some of them first time being in the video first time going to the radio interview blah, 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 which is probably the first time for a lot of people but some things were just normal things that nowadays gen z or gen whatever comes after i don't know gen z gen z yeah kind of lot are on there's one particular young lady in there who i think her voice is banging but um it's banging girl girl voice is banging and there's some other like personalities in there that are just beautiful cute gorgeous personalities um, their backgrounds are so interesting and they don't just go on that whole oh violins come out my life is so awful and now I'm here they don't do all that stuff they don't do all that if they've got really talented people in there how on earth did rice and peas and chicken guys hello how did he get through how he said people think that I am Indian Filipino <laughs> but no I am Jamaican <laughs> so young, young in my tough it's so young I'm like please I beg and it's the ta, 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 ta. it's the dance moves it was killing me rice and peas and chicken you've got I the name. shake my bum bit as well my bum bum with the Jamaican flag hand out of his back pocket I was busting out oh my gosh but how did he get through though how you know what that's a good freaking point how many rounds of auditions were there before they got to you got to the TV show where you had cameras and people actually paid to come there and do the show exactly and this guy come through and to be honest right he is a real talent Farrah kept saying mum he's a really good singer though but the problem is that you've got to be able to songwrite you've got to be able to do stuff you've got to be the real deal so was that his song then that was his song and as Jason said that is the worst that is horrible he couldn't yeah. even hold it in. He said, that's horrible. That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. He said, that's the worst song. Imagine that you come on a TV show and the best thing I can tell you is that that's the worst song. Not one of the worst songs. Yeah, the worst, the worst song, song. That I've ever heard in my entire life. 
and the guy was still smiling like thank you thank you for the opportunity <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh oh well, my god you must... that. the guy got heart you've got to Listen, give him that <laughs> he's, you guys he's, he's, are he's blowing his own trumpet he's his own fan Listen, his own side then, hype I, man know, <laughs> do you know what's funny <laughs> what each of them think an icon is. I mean, some of them, like, the ones overconfident, the ones that are not confident enough, but they when they open their mouth, it's like, God damn! Like, jeez! Mm. Like, you know, so it's funny. It's just funny, man. I, I don't know. I'd love the perspective, perspective from a younger lot who are similar ages to them, to us looking at it over after all the shows we've watched over all the years. Um, yeah. Talent-type shows. So it's just nice to compare and... I'm, I know that trying to find something different nowadays isn't isn't easy, but it's mm. really really cool. And in uh, you know the ones with a lot of social media numbers, then not sure how they're not able to do something else because they're so good on TikTok. Yeah, you know what I mean, that type of thing. But they took it to another level. Where it's so entertaining, and also everyone's raw, no beeping, full on f bombs whenever they feel like it. But not necessarily the cast, but anyone who needs to say something says it. So I like that. But. BBC or whoever created the show, you are genius because I would never have watched the show if I hadn't have seen Rice and Peas and Chicken. <laughs> well, I, I mean, never. a lot of, a lot of um, you know, the big ones are going on to do lots of different other things. I mean, um, you know, Rap Game. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it was a TikTok guy who won the last one. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was big on TikTok, a rapper on TikTok putting out his stuff. He was so talented as well. Like, he's, yeah, he's, and they like to take the piss it. out of TikTok rappers and say, I'll take that rapper, but yeah. you, tried it. you tried it. You just, you're just so scared of the competition out there that you just decided to give TikTok rappers a name, leave them alone. Yeah, no, he was so talented. And, you know, if it wasn't for the likes of TikTok, then, you know, he, um, that's, that's given him a route in, you know, yeah. and then he yeah. went on to win the money and, yeah. you know, all the um all the management and whatever well not management but the guidance from um gosh what are their names again the ones that do it conan and um and conan yeah Kretz and conan yeah yeah so big up, you big know up and conan and all, all, all you do in the uk for uh, uk culture yeah, definitely yeah, definitely and darren yeah big up big up but yes it's good it's good in that sense but i don't know how rice and peas and chicken man got <laughs> i do not know because that was like that was like somebody taking their nails to the board and screeching and like down, 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 the, down the blackboard for me because you know i was what? just like cringe man do you know what he might have done? He might have put out like a normal song gone all the way through and then in his tiny mind, sorry, not his tiny mind, in his creative mind, thought that that would be the one that lands him on top as an icon. Either that or he's been using auto-tune for all of his tunes. But he's, he's a really good singer. The issue wasn't the singing, it was the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was everything. He's so uh... Poor Jason Derulo having to endure such a colourful show of talent. It was so bright, it was blinding. That's what I made, that's what I put down. And his song is Wiggle, Wiggle, Wiggle. He wanted to wiggle himself out of there. That, that is how bad <laughs> it was. Oh, when dear you, me. When you can't even hold it back to give them a critique that will take them on, means well, don't, all... <laughs> exactly. don't do that again. Don't do that again. That's, that's literally <laughs> what they were saying. Just don't, don't do that again. Even the reaction of the rest of the people sitting there was painful, wasn't it? Mm, it was. Well, all my girl had to say was, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
She was listening. Not the words. Wow. Not only have you got um, good um, songs, you've got your timing is on point. Your <laughs> on point, girl. I love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So um, we're moving on to the good. Yeah. The bad and the ugly. And in the world of good, guys, because I love you so much and I'm not hog. I want to welcome to you to the world of do it needs life hacks. Ah! Bah, bah, bah! She's not gatekeeping. She's not. No, gatekeeping, I don't want to be one of those. I don't want to be one of those. Yeah, <laughs> one come through, but just not before me. <laughs> um, it's, I think this is space saving um, genius. Basically, one of the most desired products out at the moment. Um, is the electric heated clothes era. Yeah, darling. I'm a tingly, <laughs> darling. Oh, we've come so far. We've come so far. We've come so far. No, because... Chin, seriously, chin. Seriously, when you want certain things to go out and dry... Um, I don't. I, I like having a washing line, but washing lines aren't sexy if it kind of like, takes up the whole of the space because it's just washing line. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you want it, you know, there was always that washing line in your grandparents' yeah. backyard, yeah, with you the know? stick, with, with the, the stick propping it up. It was yeah, so long; it, they had a stick propping it up <laughs> in the in the middle. And you know, when the wind blows too much, the stick would get lean to one yeah. side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm um, like, it used to be like, ah, it's not sexy. And the spinny ones, it's just not the same effect. So you go and get yourself this one that folds up. They're not cheap, you know. They're about some of them could be up to sixty, seventy bucks on some of them racks. Yeah. So you get that, and you want to air out your bits. You put the rack outside. It starts raining, and you have to go and drag the whole thing back in, like we did the other day, mm. when I thought I was doing myself a favour by dragging everything from where it was, um, strategically placing it outside for the rain to start frigging raining and it wasn't even that kind of rain where you could just leave it and for have one one two drop on it mm. um, I said, that I was said, yeah oh I said somebody go and get the heavens stuff. opened up the other day man yeah I said go and get the stuff so this air dryer is like one of the normal racks that you get but it plugs in so that it blows out and it warms up as well so it literally dries your clothes anywhere you want to hang them without making them crispy on the radiator, without taking up radiator space, without consuming a whole heap of gas on whatever is putting it on the radiator, is much more cost effective and it's the latest wave in home kind of like hacks, home hacks, I call that. Okay. It has tears and wings and some of them have covers. But yeah, the sun <laughs> the sun have said the eight best electric heated clothes areas. So if you're interested in home gadgets that make your life oh so much better, <laughs> go and look for that. And then, and if you want to, and you find like the best one at the best price point, because I like to look and dig and see who's doing what for what. Let us know. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Compare all the features. I want mine to cook curry go. <laughs> <laughs> I want mine to make dumplings while it's You're looking clothes. on the wrong aisle, Nate. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, love. I love to. So I'm going to be bringing you some more of these life hack gadgets because I love a gadget. You see, this wow. the, the, air fryers are very controversial, but I um I went out there and we run around the shops at Christmas to try and catch the last or after Christmas deals, and um, we we didn't stop me and um, Lizzie till we got ourselves 
to the deal, the one that was the perfect price point for our first time air fryer, where we're mm-hmm. going in. The, you know, like we're going in as you know, as a as a as a in the early stages of our situation with an air fryer. So yeah. we got that, and we've never looked back because I just wanted the kids to stop like messing about with the frying stuff so much because they're lazy. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now with the air fryer, it's even lazier, but it's just it's going to save, it's going to make them live longer. <laughs> From lazy to lazier, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Nita's life hacks. My life hacks. Get it where you can. All for one and one for all. (laughs) Get it where you fit in, honey. (laughs) So if you're feeling lazy and you want to feel even lazier, (laughs) get an air fryer. You know what I mean? If you want to look sexy doing it, get a radiator Uh, dryer. Oh my God. Get an air dryer and an air fryer and you'll be good. Then you'll be good. Well, I don't know if I have enough bloody plug sockets for the amount of clothes Hello, areas that I need. The my, next problem. You know, honestly, because I, in my house, I'm so proud of myself. We do have a tumble dryer, but that thing has been switched on since twenty. What was it? What are we in twenty three? Since the end of twenty twenty one, I used my um my um dryer because of all this cost of living stuff and everything but clothes errors there are free clothes clothes errors that are that are just constantly up in my house because the amount of bloody washing that i have right, so imagine if the air dry air air thing no longer having to turn on the dryer and you hang the stuff out there it's it's drying with the real air around you it's giving off a little bit of warmth so you actually add to the warmth of the room or wherever it is okay. it's more cost effective nice lend us 90 quid <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Imagine Black Friday, boy. We're going to be in there rolling on the floor. Oh, <laughs> Amazon, you can send some free vouchers our way. Yes, Amazon, darling. We will affiliate for you anytime. Just that we will, we weekend. will. Amazon, B&Q, B&M, wherever. Oh you, get, oh, you give me an idea, you know. We need to go and blag us on one of these heater things, you know. We do. Okay, we're going to do a review. We're going to do a review and promote it to our millions of listeners. Varying, varying. So just watch this space. Watch this space. Watch this space. For more do it need to life hacks. Your life absolutely. Will depend on you. You're absolutely. gonna depend on me eventually. You're gonna come every week and you're gonna say, What's she got for us now? What's she got? she got for us? <laughs> you know, what's she have for us? Yeah. So, you know, oh, so gosh. Right. Don't say I don't do anything for you. I know. We love you. That's why we love you, Neats. That's why we love you, Thank you, love. I love, do it because love, I love, love you. I love all of you guys. <laughs> I, just want, I just want all of us to be happy, man. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Right. So we Everything have... Everything will um, help. Yeah, Mon we're going to my girl. My girl. Six together. On May, with her flat belly. In her terms, three months, just three months after giving birth. I know, you know what? I'm well, Jill. I can't even lie. I'm a bit, in the words of um, Only Way Sussex, I'm a little bit gel, babe. Well, I'm still, tr- I'm still trying to get there. Yeah, how many years after having my last child, darling? No, but you've worked, darling. You have put in that work. This is her first oh. one. It's only been a month for twelve weeks. <laughs> you've done years, bruv. Don't even, don't even oh, do listen, that. Listen, I'm a lifer, mate. I'm a lifer. That's what I'm saying. You're not a baby boomer, though. You actually move like a baby from that time, you know. You actually roll like from that kind of time. <laughs> 
<laughs> you do. What, baby boomer? Yeah, you know, because baby boomers, they go on like, they're so, everything's so legit in their life, but really they were rebels without a cause. <laughs> <laughs> I will have another baby without protection. I will have another baby without protection. I will, I, will I, know. Baby. <laughs> I know. Every time I go to tell them, my mum and dad, Again, <laughs> yeah, the TV in your yard again. Yeah, that's what I said. Them days there, I'm telling you, God, oh, I'm telling gosh. you, boy. Oh dear, but I mean, Molly, Molly mate, has been mum shamed quite a bit, hasn't she? Like since she's had, since she's dropped Bambi, like the oh yeah, Bambi, 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 Bambi is the name of the baby. But since she's had that baby, like she has been a bit trolled, like on various for various things and it's been horrible to her yeah because i mean she took all right she took a selfie um in a taxi and the baby wasn't in a car seat yeah i we don't but the thing is there again it was just a snapshot we don't know if that taxi was like right we don't know right that's a very good point because when you widen the backdrop of what was going on but that shows you about social media edits sometimes it can work against you well, this is it. I mean, she took that Ooh. selfie. So that was when the baby was like, oh, the baby was like two or three weeks then or something like that. So people were getting onto her about no car seat, yeah? She goes, she takes the baby to Dubai, yeah? Her and Tommy. Mm-hmm. And then people were getting getting onto them about why she's taking her newborn out of the country. It's too young to be travelling with your newborn, blah, 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 yeah? You know what? You know what? My sister, who lives, like we were saying, she lives outside London, so I don't get to think my little baby mm. too often. She didn't put her in the car seat. I don't think she was allowed to put her in the car seat to come down on more than a certain amount of hours drive before, until she was a certain age. And that was definitely older than three months. Oh, really? So I don't know. I don't know how it works with flying and that, but I know with the car, you're not going to even put them in the car seat, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, to go on a long, long, long drive if they're too small. I don't know if she was just going from Harrods to Harvey Nicks, though, babe. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of journey it was. <laughs> For some people, that could be a distance, you know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but she has faced a lot of backlash for various things. Those aren't the only two, but that's what comes to mind. Um, and you know, I just think she's a young mum. She's like, yeah. you know, she's twenty. I think she's twenty-two or twenty-three. Three, yeah, twenty-three. She's a So I mean, she's you know, she's not she's not like the oldest mum or the one you know and she's a new mum regardless of age anyway do you know what I mean like she's a yeah. new mum and I just think give the girl a break like a little yeah, bit man. Like, you know what I mean like I mean you know I'm nothing against Molly May or nothing like that like whatever like I'm happy that they've you know their relationships lasted one of the very few off of Love Island whose relationship was actually like Her genuine relationship, and now they've got and, and now they've got a lovely little baby like just just give them a break man give her a yeah, break give them a break loud them I loud think. me loud us you know? and, my famous yeah if she wants to wear a crop top and, and jeans like and show her flat belly leave the girl alone man leave the girl alone you know so she's finding her way and stuff if it's like constructive criticism and it's worded in a way that is like not offensive or whatever then fine yeah Mm. but I think people just getting up to getting up on her trolling her and like being hateful I don't think that's right 
Get a bloody life, man. Oh no. Exactly. Get a life, man. Exactly. Exactly. Get a no, life, man. You know just I'm get saying? on my nerves. There's so much you can do out here. Can't exactly. Just your nose. Like I had a man just digging out his nose in the pressure station the other day, and I'm working out how I'm going to get my debit card back. How <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay for this? Oh my god! When I've just seen the man digging out his nostrils. Why like, didn't you just go? Why didn't you put, give him some hand sanitizer? Listen, <laughs> listen, darling, right? <laughs> I think that it was either night pay, I don't know if it was day or night pay, but all I know is that I'm in the petrol station and I think that they took long to make the pump come on. So I'm at the pump and I've looked over and I thought, I've got to go over there in a minute. The man proceeds to take his finger and stick it right in the corner of his nostril, put it in, round, 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 round. I don't know whether he flicked it after. He was, digging, barrier... he was digging for treasure, babes. Listen, yeah, it was night It was time because it was a night pay window. So I've had to go over to the night pay window and when he pulled out the machine and stuck it out and I thought, thank God for contactless. <laughs> Thank God for contactless. Cause my mom was saying, oh, so, like he might have taken my card off me. How am I gonna pay for the petrol? If it just like the nose. <laughs> that is just so dis- nasty, man. But you know what though, right? On a real- Honestly, you just don't know what people do, yeah, right? Hey. They're rooting out their nose, sticking out their assholes. And the pandemic has just gone, like, they just took the, like, the pandemic, like, barriers down. That's what I'm saying. You know what, the bro, window. It's, it's just like, it's too much, man. You know, I saw a post, yeah, I saw a post of um, a new flag. I mean, I'm just picturing the petrol chip on the wall with my mouth open when the man's taking so long to dig out. Babe, he was doing it for so long. Oh gosh, he must have. You know, like when. Oh god, that is oh, just. Oh my god, he must have been god. getting. He must have been getting the kind of joy that you get when you clean your ears. No full joy, babe. He was having full on joy. Like he'd gone to church and it was a good <laughs> Sunday. My oh, God, dear. what are you saying, babe? Oh, no, no, God, I was just, no, no, no. It was just something about. Um, <laughs> I was just saying, you just don't know, like hygiene and all of that stuff. I saw mm. a, a Instagram post the other day, and it just literally, it proper freaked me out. It was a newborn baby in its like, you know, those um, incubators, not incubator, but the thing, the plastic things that they put you the baby in when you have a baby. Oh yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. The, the little, little plastic, plastic cot, cot thing, thing yeah. yeah. Right, and it was so newborn baby, proper lights swaddled, wrapped up with little pink hat and whatever. And then I, I, I presume it's the dad putting like all these like dollar bit, um, fifty dollar, um, dollar note things on on the baby, on the newborn oh, baby, like like okay. all these bills, like to say yeah, I'm rich oh. now or whatever. And I was just like, oh my god, bruv, like seriously. was it? Was it? What, where were they? Where were they again? I think it was America somewhere. So it but... was like there was dropping, there was dropping. So basically, you've taken the cultural cultural thing because in like some cultures, you have gifting certain things when a child's born, right? You've taken that money thing, um, and literally thought that you just dumped the whole money on top of the. Oh my gosh! It literally. I think I posted on our stories one time. There was a, like a Nigerian party and the auntie had the money in the whole door. Do you remember when I posted it? Yeah, and yeah. And taking money out of the whole door. So he thought, let's not take the whole door. Let's just pour the whole damn bag. Oh my gosh. It was awful. It was absolutely 
awful because in my head i'm thinking do you know bruv do you know how dirty money is like quite money. literally money is Listen, one of the things that you can handle yeah because money passes from how many through how many people's hands like my guy in the petrol station you don't know if they've been rooting out their nose before yes. they hand you that Listen, babe, or whatever or you babe. know he's gone in the petrol station toilet does he use has he has he washed his hands then he come out the petrol station toilet dig out his nose then he's dropped a couple of things on the floor, pick it up from the floor, and that's the same hand. Babes, do you know how many people I see, like, as a woman, like, when I go into the toilet, that they just come out, that they breeze out of the toilet and don't wash their hands? Listen, do you remember when they said that um, they took out the peanuts at the pub because there was so much crustiness inside the um, peanut bowl? Yeah. They stopped putting the peanuts on the can and everything needs to be wrapped in the packet now. Slapness! <laughs> so Molly Mae, after having her baby with Mr. Fury coming out of Love Island, doing so well, smashing it in the fashion world, she could do a lot worse. Because some of you look out there digging out your nose till Kingdom Come. So you leave her alone, man. God say, big up leave Molly. Leave the girl alone. Leave big her up Molly. alone. She has everything. She has the oh, she has the baby, she has the man, she has the job that you want. So exactly. you need to just take Fuck your haters, exactly. Haters, haters. Sit down. Rest and sickle yourselves. Yeah, man. Sickle and let someone have some good news. Otherwise, what is it to compare with, man? Exactly. This Goodness is it. Goodness you're a bloody miserable bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. We are still in the in the in, inside the real realms of. Come on, Nick. Get it out. Um, you're in the realms of the good, the bad, and ugly, and we're still in the good space of good. Um, Mr. Bartlett, um, Stephen Bartlett, I love the way we give you Mr. You're about 20 something minus something years old. You are definitely like, I don't know, have I got drawers? I must have drawers. I'm always talking about the drawers and stuff I've got that's the age of these people that's famous. I definitely must have some drawers or something or a corset that's the same age as you. Listen, um, I've got my Air 96s or whatever. Isn't that about, isn't that about the year he was born? Right, the first time, yeah, we got Air Maxes that we picked up from the shop at the same exactly. time. Exactly, exactly. Like and Filars, Filars, we got Filars. Filars <laughs> that we picked up those days, you know what I mean? Bit of Fila. That's we've it. We've got bits, we got bits that we want to, don't want to hang, um, let go, and you now call it vintage, and we, they're definitely your age or older. And um, his show, um, Diary of a CEO, is becoming more and more popular, which is his YouTube um, show and then podcast on the podcast platform anywhere else you can find him like us because we aspire to be mm-hmm. um, one day touching people's lives you know in our own way but just the way that Stephen does and that's getting people's stories out and getting things out and getting to the bottom of things and you know just like to the nuts and bolts of it all so I've realised that Stephen is actually doing something quite unique he is not just a strange young man hanging out with oldies on Dragon's Den, which is what I thought he was. I thought, what's wrong with this one? <laughs> God's sake, they're trying to bring young people in, but this is this how you do it. So he's, I've t- ended up loving him like a little, he's a bit of an old man, young man type of situation. But when you actually listen to him talk, he's, he's a little baby. He's a little baby, baby in there. He's a little baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's on episode nine, sorry, 900, 239. And his um, thing is kind of like, the, the, the audience is becoming a certain way by where I used to get like the daily is it the daily mails top 50 under 40 or something like that book I used to buy about entrepreneurs and I used to read it it used to be my Lou book 
read on the loo. And um, <laughs> just flick through it and see what's bit going on. A bit of light reading there, Nick. A bit of light reading before everyone was doing everything else. You know, listening to something else on their device while they're on the loo now. It's different. You Before, you used to have a magazine, paper, whatever it is, if you had to be in there for a long time. <laughs> so those books told stories. And now I feel like he is the new way of telling those Daily Mail top top 50 under 40 or top 40 or the ones where they say that like Oprah didn't start getting famous until she was a certain age and all those people mm-hmm. never ever really got didn't start getting rich until they were 40 and above so that type of stuff he's the new school version of it where they're coming in and literally giving a snippet of their biography within his podcast because the stories are so rich um, and so valuable in the things that they share with you that it's book worthy do you get what I'm saying? yeah book worthy so this episode I think uh, maybe he's got another one out by now but it's the sound of Nasty Girl Nasty Girl um, Sophia Amoruso Sophia Amoruso she's um, of American birth that's the place where she was born her parents are like a bit Portuguese bit of Italian bit of this bit of that in her background and she was a stripper turned shoplifter turned built a 400 million dollar business and that was that is the story of Sophia so she's on there she's got such a cool personality she's she's my kind of gal you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. my kind of gal basically um, when she was younger her parents used to not quite get on so they'll get on but they, they have arguments a lot so straight away she's like, oh, I'm not really feeling this. But she said that the one thing she remembers as a youngster was those their parents making up and those deadly silences in the car as the only child. It was the only child, she was the only one there to have to kind of like, she, she used to have to be a judge sometimes between mm. their parents, like a referee. So she learned kind of like what she wanted and what she didn't want in her life early. Um, hence the reason why she kind of like moved out, I think, or well, went on with her life from about 19 she went through and ended up at school. There's a story she told us quite endearing of when the teacher comes to school and she was eating an apple and the teacher told her, you're not allowed to eat in class. And she's thinking, why? It's apple. It's not something bad. It's not sweet. It's not chewing gum. None of them things. It's healthy. I'm hungry. Like, come on, do the maths. That's how her brain was working. And then the teacher put, put the thing in the bin and she went to the bin and then yammed the apple quickly before she dashed it in the bin. And that was the first time where she realised that she's a rebel, but she knew that she was going to be a rebel with a cause. Mm-hmm. so she was coming up she was against like the school system like why do we have to be herded by like sheep from classroom to classroom like why do they have to have a bell that tells you when to drop this and drop that um, structure non-conforming thinking that everything if everyone does everything the same way how are we going to get new ideas so that's from a young age she saw that right so but at, at the time like as a young person what do you do with that you just seem naughty innit? you just seem like you're just a naughty person Yeah. Just, like you don't want to you're not naughty but you don't want to do things like you don't want to stick to it and then I started looking at myself and I thought growing up I never wanted to be naughty because naughty just didn't really get you nowhere really in the end of the day I quickly clocked if you get on with what they ask you to do you can go and do your other go around the corner around there and those people will just leave you alone <laughs> because the other 70% of the time you haven't given them no freaking headache so learn that out there if you want to go out and you're, you're trying to go to your friend's birthday party little young ones listen to auntie if you're trying to go to your friend's birthday party don't piss your mum off the day before the party. <laughs> don't do it. It's common sense. And that's how I know you lot ain't ready yet. Exactly. You don't know. Don't do that, man. And then now you're grounded. You're not only not going, you're grounded on top. And before that, you were just not going. Now you're grounded. 
too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you preach your mum off. So I never used to understand that. And she's, why is your friend not coming to your birthday party no more? Oh, because she got in trouble. I'm like, stupid. I'm just as well. She just said, I'm going to think about her life. Because well, you know what? <laughs> you know what parents are doing now? They're sending, a, well, a lot of a lot of Paige's friends are being sent back home when they're getting out of line. Oh, you mean back home from where? To like Zimbabwe and oh, like Ghana back and Jamaica. Back proper, back proper. Back you mean back a yard? Proper. A lot of okay. boys when they get into stuff, they're being sent back. Mm, yes, they're they bringing that back in again. They, they they're bringing it back in, in again. Bringing it back in. But anyway, back right. to Miss, yeah, Miss so with the Yeah, so at the time, my parents must have wanted to send her somewhere too. But she got to the point where she came out of school. I don't know. I think she kind of like, I don't know. I can't remember how well she did at school, but she ended up being a did the teething start before the stripping started mm. I don't know whether she was a teeth before she was a stripper or she was a stripper before she was a teeth but she mastered the art of strip teething because she said that sometimes people would be, she knows they're, they're not going to look for someone who is walking out of the shop with a big rug underneath their arm with it, whereas the people there in the corner trying to shove things in their pockets are getting done so she the man so rich steven basically said to her you worked out the risk and reward straight away you literally worked out the, the art of risk and reward you're like i'm not gonna go and get in trouble if it's not worth my bother so she worked that out from young mm-hmm. too and then she because when when young people are doing things and we're all infuriated we are going to go back in years time and just look at their personalities and see where we saw the little traits of where what they've become and hopefully they become great great people but mm-hmm. um there's going to be things along the way because that's your journey that's what makes you that's what beats you into the person you become right yeah um that molds you beats you shapes you into the person you become um but this person's becoming who she becomes but this one decided to um she decided to go and become a stripper so by the time she's 21 she's a stripper but she realized that she couldn't um really do the moves like she said that she didn't really have enough arm strip to go and swing around the pole like how these ones did so she had to use some other methods of of you know finessing and charisma mm. to get her way through there but i think with the enjoyment of shopping and the teeth and stuff she ended up long and short selling vintage bits very early in ebay 1.0 she said it was like before there was like facebook anything you know like when you imagine the world before then and they say before there was this and it, it feels like yeah. it was a cold cold world the beginning blowing around in the beginning of yeah the earth. <laughs> when you're seeing a little bit of tumbleweed here and there and... <laughs> <laughs> you just get this vision of like dark trees with no leaves on it and just like there the twigs and the cracked <laughs> earth like underneath it so them days where nobody was doing people were selling vintage but they were selling vintage to like take the piece prices mm. so along the short of it she kind of like took her stripper name no she didn't take her stripper name she went and took the name how she arrived at Nasty Girl was that she liked Betty Davis I think that's one of the people that inspired her you know the actor Betty Davis yeah, the actor yeah. from the old days so that whole Boleski I'm, I'm picturing the whole Boleski type thing mm-hmm. and she was also married to Miles Davis but Miles Davis which yeah. is a jazz musician so he couldn't take her because she was like a real um, she was a real handful Betty Davis but she said that she had a song called Nasty Girl or not yeah Nasty Girl or something like that and that's how she ended up coming about oh, the name right. yeah because she used to be inspired by her Okay. Um, yeah, so I thought she's a bit of a handful. Imagine it all fits, doesn't it? It's, mm. When the name comes together, like how um, what's Hannibal from A Team? You say I love it when the plan comes together. Or was yeah. it was it Hannibal? Who used to say that it was Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I thought that like, I love it. Don't you just love it when the plan comes together? Yes. When you get that moment where you've done this and you said this and then you you everything just went just fits. 
definitely it's not and you, yeah. you might not you might not even you might have an idea and you might not even know how to get to that to the end destination yes, but then yes. when you do you know your plans come together like it's a wicked yes, feeling darling. Yes, you know darling. it's amazing so imagine especially when you've come from eating the apple in the school and even when she had a hernia you know this what this girl went and done she couldn't get like life insurance not life insurance like medical insurance in America with this pre, pre-existing condition so this girl went and got a job she found a loophole that if you work in a certain career you can get your thing paid for to get her hernia sorted out oh. and it was being a security guard at a, a university where she had to wear like a security guard uniform and walk around oh my god but, yeah but a hernia I didn't even really know I knew what a hernia was but I know like you get a lump but I didn't know what a hernia was so if you listen to it you're going to see what a hernia really is and she talks about that on there um, about how she but this girl was very very I love people like that she's like yeah I can't get this done so guess what I'm going to do this to get it done I love yeah. my girl bring up you yeah I love yeah. people like this I love I love people like this so she was sending vintage clothes but she, let me actually let me just let her um, speak on a little something, something. when you reflect yeah. on why and how you were particularly successful how did you diagnose that I reverse engineered everything everyone else did and did a better job and did it with my signature on it do you think and i'm thinking now about that bell again in school where you were like analyzing the bell when no one else was do you think that kind of default to thinking in terms of first principles like asking the question why why the fuck do we do it that way has been part of the reason why that ebay store was successful i think so i think most people that start an ebay store are copying what other people are doing they might reverse engineer some things and see what their competitors are doing and I did that but I just did it 10 times better with a totally different spirit with excellent copywriting with great styling great models and increasingly better photography and I would I was extremely resourceful I would buy stuff on eBay and sell it for more than I paid for it I was searching for Yves Saint Laurent just misspelled bad gal Ira, mm. she said Isaleron misspelled. What do you think that means? Isaleron <laughs> misspelled. This girl. This girl. It wasn't, I mean, as first of all, I saved it because I thought, yeah, the stripper, the stripper word drew me in straight away. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, if I could have um, had a little go at, like, if I could spin around the pole and do it the way those people do it without, I'm scared of heights. I couldn't. I couldn't, but that that thing there, that that gymnast strength that they have doing that job, and even the confidence that when you go up there and you come down and your head's towards the ground, yeah, this is uh, wow dancing. But this woman has inspired me in the weirdest way because I relate to her, and she's also made you feel like even though she's not allowed, she feels like she's not welcome in the room that she's always found her place in the room. And that is so inspiring. Yeah, totally. And obviously, you know, coming from like that kind of beginning and having to do what she had to do, like obviously going through those experiences, even though they weren't great experiences, I presume, Mm. um, you know, it's like helped shape her and given her the tools that she needs to make a successful business. Like Mm. I think... I think when you're just handed things on the plate, like it's different to when you had to really, really like you've been at the bottom, like started right at the bottom and you had to 
think on your feet and do certain things and yeah. not ask like to to get what you have. But you know what? I'm gonna give credit. I'm gonna give a little credit to her parents because in the beginning she did say that everyone in her family, she never she never remembered everyone anyone getting a paycheck. They all went out there to try and hustle for this, whether it be writing or doing this or doing that. She came from a family of so always remember that wherever you came from is usually got something to do where you end up. Not that the bad in the beginning of your life is going to be mirrored to the end of your life. That those experiences, those people, those conversations, those even if you had just a really funny uncle and you end up being really funny don't mm. forget about those things because they make you who you are and it keeps coming up time and time again and proving itself to be true yep definitely and I love that I love that I don't, that, that don't be so quick to think that the old school didn't have it all worked out properly and you've got all the answers because all of them said even Stephen bless him I love him even more now he said when he started his business he was young and everyone must have been at the top of that, like, not maybe not the top, but at some point where all these young, like, tech people were getting all these investors coming and coming in and investing in them and stuff for new ideas. Mm. And, you know, after Mark Zuckerman, everybody wanted to see if they could find the next thing so they don't miss what they missed the first time, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone was trying to invest. And he said the first thing he asked them, what's the first thing you did when you made all that dough? And it was, she said that I wanted to get a bouncy castle. They called it something different, but she wanted to get a bouncy castle, like an inflatable, so that her and her friends at work can bounce up and down it. So that's what they did. <laughs> and then he said that he got a slide in his office, Stephen. Look at these young ones, man. <laughs> um, the slide in his office. And he said, and he goes, it wasn't with investors' money. He goes, no, I paid off my mum's mortgage. He goes, not with investors' money. She goes, no. Bless her, the first thing, look at that. Look at that, Sophia. Yeah. The first thing you did, even though your parents used to do you in with their arguing, is to pay off your mum's mortgage. Sophia, I like you, gal. <laughs> and he said, I like her, man. Um, she said that um, he went down the slide um, and it was with investors' money, but they understood it in the end, but he thought he'd take that chance. But the one thing Stephen said that where he really thought he could have fell on his face, belly up, is when he was re- taking on people who were like him and didn't think that the elders were required until he required someone to have some of the old school skills that keep a business going. And both mm-hmm. of them agreed that no matter how new school and disruptive they were and whatever it is that's required, you, you know, for creativity to take life again and again and again, the old school operational stuff that someone else might think is boring is what's required to keep the whole thing together. You build a house on sand, what's going to happen? Yes, cool. it's going to sink. Right, right. But the house is built on the rock, that stand. So they learnt that and they have now come to that success. But they said that there was days when they had to ring up. I've had to ring up um, and say, oh, um, you know, B- BF, can you? I need some money for wages at the shop. I need to pay these wages because I've had to yeah. pay for something else or the electric bill was extra high this month. When I told you about business, let me tell you about hustle is real. When you get your electric bill, when you have a, 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 a thousand foot shop or whatever, square foot, whatever, whatever, um, space, your bill is not in the little bits of money, it's in the lot of bits of money. Yeah? Mm. It's like £900 minimum and you never made that money you know, to cover that, to, to justify giving it all to the people for the electric that kept the lights on. Exactly. And then you've got, and the biggest thing is the business rates. All these other things want to suck you dry. So if you really want to know about business, the real way, how we arrived at the hustle is real is because of the realness of how our hustles have been in our lives. And anyone else who 
feels that that's a thing should definitely be over here because we can talk about it together because before it used to hurt me thinking about these things but now brace it and I'm able to listen to people like um, Sophia and say being there done that but not being there done that with pain in my heart being there done that and say I'm so glad that I was privileged enough and blessed enough to be able to walk those roads to be able to stand here and say what I can say and know now exactly. you know what I mean exactly priceless and that's it that's it the experiences and the things through they're all part mm. of the growth mm. our personal growth and our own journeys you know um yeah. so i think even as shit as you might be in the shittiest situation and might be well on your face like yeah. you know but things will get better and you know you've just got yeah. to try and pick yourself up carry on Right, things will get better. They'll get better. Don't worry, don't worry. I didn't have a song there. If anyone's got a song there, because thinking about things getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on form today with a with a little trollers today. Oh so, my um, gosh! Sorry, sorry about that.